Come on. Math. Everybody, welcome back to the only podcast produced by three two-time winners of IMSA Spirit of the Race Award. You're tuned in to the Check Engine Podcasts. We're hosted on Anchor.fm, and we are streamed worldwide on all those platforms that you use to listen to your favorite shows. Coming in with the gong is Andrew, along Whoops. with me, Nick, and Tristan as well. What's up, guys? Oh, you know, just hitting my hand on the table that the mic stands on. The usual stuff. <laughs> Making your grand entrance. Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. Sitting here muted trying to finish my gummy bear before you make me say anything. <laughs> Are you eating gummy? <laughs> now that that's a big risk. I feel like that's that's a move. I can always just tuck it up in your cheek and, and just talk whenever. <laughs> look, look it's, microphones. A, it's a complete disaster. <laughs> <laughs> this one's just too close to me. I, I reset this up and it's like in my face. I gotta, then gotta move figure out where to put this. I, <laughs> we had to start. I've got other things to do. It's all gone to shit. Can we start over? <laughs> sure. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the only podcast. <laughs> we, we, literally, we literally can if you want. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, this, this is, is great perfect. content. This, this is, is what they content. tune in for. Yeah. People don't want to hear us talk about cars. They want the stupid shit. Yeah. They want us to be idiots. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. How's everybody doing? Good. Good. Yeah. Things are, things are all right. We're in, I don't, I don't really like spring personally, but we're in the right now, the past couple of days, you've had nice weather. So it's like in the, in the tolerable part before we go back to rainy and like on and off and 40 degrees. And I hate that. Right. Yeah, I think tomorrow yeah, is supposed the, to be the part 44. That, yeah. So the part that gives you that glimmer of hope um, that the world could ever be right again before it rains mm. for the next two months straight. Yeah. No, yeah. Favorite. <laughs> exactly. Um, and we're still too early to uh, say we're out of the woods in terms of uh, snow. So yep. no, we're already predicted yeah. to get some later this week. Whoa. Yeah, exactly. So we're kind of in... Uh, Kind of in limbo, I guess you'd say. (laughs) Right. No, not yet. I I am right now. I am just um, struggling through a love hate relationship with the NCAA tournament. Ah, yes. (laughs) Right, right, right. So, I mean, because there's there's so much parody in the sport right now that um, it makes the tournament like amazing to watch. At the same time, I have five of the Sweet 16 right. <laughs> My bracket is completely fucked. Wow, so I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't even bother with the bracket because I usually don't have time to watch any of it. Sure. But yeah, looks like there's some pretty tough upsets here. All over the place. Oof. So that's why it's love hate because it's like at one point I'm I'm like this is so awesome these games are so good it's so much fun to watch and then I look down at the bracket and go son of a bitch yeah that's tough yeah yeah I'll get through it I think I'll get through it <laughs> thanks for your concern though 
Yeah, I feel for you, man. <laughs> Thank you for your concern, your concern and your condolences. Yeah, please yeah. send What's flowers it? for Nick's bracket. Don't send, <laughs> don't send money. Yeah. Flowers only. Don't send money. He'll just gamble it. <laughs> just lose I mean, it. If, if you want to, if you want to send money to make up for the money that I lost in my pools, uh, then yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Absolutely. That's the move. Um, I'll take it. But uh, we're not a, well, we're not a weather podcast. We're not a basketball podcast. We're not a bang on microphones with our hands podcast. Disagree. We yes, we are. Yes, <laughs> we are tonight, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Microphone stand ASMR. Ugh. <laughs> a little light percussion. We're a car <laughs> podcast, guys. So what, right. uh, what's what's on the docket tonight? What are we going to talk about? Oh, uh, b- b- I, I Tristan has promises to keep, but before that, yes, I, I have a public apology to make. Well, okay, um, I, I I must apologize for anything bad I ever said about the wheels in the Elantra N because I saw one in real life uh, last week, and that shit is tight as hell. Oh Strong my god, game. it's it looks incredible incredible it looks so good i must i i uh was headed into work and i don't it must have been a guy uh from one of the dealerships on like a shakedown run right mm-hmm. because he just strolled past me as i was about to get on the freeway and i was like oh well, i'm just gonna follow this guy because i'm taking the freeway into work and um he saw me and then just dusted me on the on-ramp he was gone and oh i mean i pfft. I thought the wheels looked hideous when they were, uh, you know, in print there. But in real life on the street, the whole thing is awesome. It looks incredible. It is a unit that a lot was wrong. So mark that down, uh, Tristan, 740 p.m. March 21st, 2022. (laughs) Andrew admits he's wrong. (laughs) A red letter day. There it is. I do that all the time. I'm just not wrong that often. Ouch. He thinks he's not wrong that often. (laughs) 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 whatever um yeah i think i think i don't know man it's it's a broken record on this show but hyundai kia just they're they're batting a thousand lately there's there's no two ways to say it um with the glaring exception of how many of them get stolen in milwaukee well that's that was yeah i mean just because uh, they're so desirable wouldn't you wouldn't that mean that the i mean the, no, I actually the, do know the reason for that now. They did not put immobilizers <laughs> in the in the cars in those years. They stopped putting immobilizers in. Oh. Yep. Now you know. Yeah. Good on you, Hyundai. Nice job. Good work. Yeah. Assholes. <laughs> um, it can be both. They can have built a really nice looking car and they can be fucking assholes for trying to save a couple bucks not putting immobilizers in, which obviously, never mind. Not, not, it's not the time for that. <laughs> so I um, almost set him off. Before Tristan keeps his promise, real quick, um, from my side, just a quick shout out to the um, friends and former guests of the show for some pretty strong race weekends. Marillo Racing. Yes, yes. Jeff Moser and Eric Foss at Sebring brought home a P4, I believe. Just barely missed the podium in class. Um Aaron Tielitz had and his crew had a really strong run going. Um, made it; they were in the top four as well in class uh, for eleven hours and like fifty-seven <laughs> and a half minutes. Yeah. Oof. And something happened with the in the last lap and a half that dropped him down to seventh in class. But um, 
still all in a very strong showing from from both those groups. So, uh, oh, and of course, Josh yeah, yeah, sixteenth at Atlanta. So yep. great job, Josh, as well. Future a, of NASCAR. Yeah, on a on a on a tough race weekend in NASCAR, by the way. Yeah, they turned Atlanta into Daytona. They really, they really did <laughs> like a, a lot. <laughs> yeah, it it was uh, interesting to. I didn't see the whole thing because I was watching basketball this weekend, so um, I know results. I saw some snippets, but yeah, it uh, it didn't look like Atlanta. That's for sure. <laughs> it was crashy. It was very crashy. <laughs> crashy. But Josh uh, wasn't one of them. No, so there you that's go. what's important. That's right. Uh, anyone have any thoughts on F1 yet? I don't. Um, I just so freaking cool for Haas to get a fifth place finish after being in the toilet for the last two years. True. I'll, true. I'll say that. A Ferrari um, won two. Good for true. everyone, right? Yay. The world is right in its axis again. Ferrari won <laughs> two. Um, yeah, I mean. Ooh, oh, my God. Oh, we have to talk about we have to talk about what the FIA said about uh, the end of the season last year. Did you see that? It was human error. Yeah, we know human error. Yeah, we know. But (laughs) now said that initially. But that that as far as I understand it, that is the official conclusion to their uh, uh, their their everything because they release like a statement and put like a picture and like it's like you've got a body, a dead body with giant cuts all over it but it takes a year to say the actual cause of death was exsanguination it was the only same 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 stuff you know four four no, months it wasn't a year three and a half four no, months. no no it wasn't a year i'm just saying same year. same thing we we knew that right away they just have to give the you know official diagnosis here yeah. <laughs> i'm a little surprised they didn't throw the rice director under the bus and just fire him and be like oh that's, human, and that's the human Literally, no, I mean, actually, an actual bus. Right. Do they do they need to? They already relieved him of his duties, so he's not uh, the race director anymore. I know, I know. And obviously you had to do that, but you'd think there would I mean, I guess they can't do more, right? As we as we always come to the conclusion, or I always come to the conclusion whenever we talk about this, they can't really do all that much, regardless of whatever they found. They could never do anything. Yeah, I mean what Tristan said, like we all knew this like as it happened there, <laughs> in one way or another, we were basically saying, Oh, that was human error. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then exactly. they come out four months later and say, we have concluded that this was human error. Yeah. No shit. That's why everybody was so mad. <laughs> yeah. this, this, this just in. Yeah. <laughs> they but, got it right. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, 2022 season one race in, Eh. I think it's really cool that Kevin Magnuson comes back on a late call up and ends up bringing Haas to fifth. I think that was the best story of the weekend. It looks like Mercedes has a shitload of work to do and um, we'll see how long Ferrari can keep up the pace, but yeah, one, two for Leclerc and signs. That's pretty cool. It, and it does look like the cars can race closer together. DRS is still helpful, but it doesn't look like you completely lose um, all functions as soon as you get close to somebody's rear wing anymore. Which is good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you'd have to be the judge on that. It didn't. It, it looked broadly similar 
to F1. I mean, I guess it was closer. Sure. But it doesn't it, look that all that different. The the running order changed, obviously, because it wasn't just Mercedes on top anymore. Um, but you're right. I mean, stuff did get spread out, but I think you can also attribute that to this is the first race test for everybody. So I think you're like, oh, man, I just felt terrible for McLaren. That car looks so good and it was so <laughs> shitty. <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah. you have Lando Norris and Daniel Ricardo, two of at least you would say top eight drivers on the grid, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Talent down in 18th and 20th, basically the entire time. And there's like nothing they could do about it. It was just that sucked, but hopefully they'll get that rectified. And I think that's what you're going to see. Like the gaps, like you'll still probably have your halves, you know, your Ferrari, your Red Bull, and then hopefully Mercedes kind of catches up and then you're going to have your midfields. But the gaps in those groups are going to start coagulating a little bit more and getting close. So let's hope so. Yeah, let's hope. Let's hope. But go Haas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm riding the I'm on Gun, I'm on the Gunther Steiner train for this year. Go Haas. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> what a train. <laughs> I think it's just me and him. Like, it's like <laughs> little engine that could, or it's like the little zoo train. It's just the two of us. <laughs> the zoo. Oh man, I love the zoo train. <laughs> anyway, Tristan has a promise to keep, and we should uh, we should allow him to do so. Yeah, I uh, at the end of our previous episode, I had given a shout out to Chatham Parkway Subaru uh, dealer in Savannah, Georgia, um, because it wouldn't be. Tristan on a road trip unless something really way too exciting happened Mm -hmm. uh, as we all know. So um, my wife and I are driving down to Georgia to go visit my sister and about half or maybe two thirds of the way down stop for gas. And it's like, Hmm, I smells funny. wonder what that is. As you're getting off the freeway, stop at the actual gas station and once the car comes to a complete stop, smoke from under the hood. Ooh. It's like, okay, Ooh. well, at this point, let's see what it is. If it looks like anything obviously dangerous, we're going to have to stop. Um, if not, uh, I guess it's under warranty. We'll see how far we get. Um, and so I, so I pop the hood and all the fluid levels look good. Oil looks good. There's not a piece of obviously smoking electronics um, or anything like that with the car running there's no you know clear leak out of a head gasket or anything else it's it's frankly to me kind of a mystery i'm not a not a master mechanic but i kind of know what things should look like in an engine bay and everything looked right except the whole thing was just kind of smoking um it was a very general issue so we said well we'll you know take our chances and we finished the rest of the trip um, total 15 hour trip and uh, we arrived on the weekend so immediately as soon as the dealer opened back up on monday took it over dropped it off had him look at it now this is one of those you know lawyer statements you know allegedly or <laughs> or, or perhaps because we can't prove it um but their suspicion was that one of our local subaru dealers up here again 
you know, innocent until proven guilty. So I'm not going to point any fingers yet. Um, but that perhaps, perhaps but when he does last, point those fingers, <laughs> That's right. I'll be, I'll know for sure. But yeah. Um, but you know, perhaps during my last uh, prepaid maintenance uh, oil change, it was perhaps overfilled, um, and ended Groaning up with blowing out. Well, yeah, overfilled with oil, uh, blowing out three seals at the same time. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, lost the turbo inlet oil line seal, the ironically oil pressure sensor seal (laughs) (laughs) which apparently only registers low um and not high (laughs) i was gonna Um, say uh well surely that should have said well you'd think it would set something off yes and then the calling me surely the rear main seal um and basically the guy was like yeah i can't really prove anything but Based on how much oil was coming out of it and how much oil you still have, at one point there was probably too much oil in this. <laughs> um, and he goes, and you're definitely right. Um, there's There was no way to tell where it was smoking from because it was everywhere. Um, you know, it was at that point it had been it gotten dark and without a lift and without a real flashlight, everything looked normal. Um, but he's like, if you look under the plastic at this thing from the bottom, it's just covered in oil. Um, and that's why the whole thing was kind of smoking. So uh, he said, you know, if we're you know, being charitable, the other option is, yes, this is a first generation motor and we don't know what problems it's going to have yet. Um, it could just be that oil seals are a problem, in which case they will issue recalls, extended repair programs. You'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Um, you know, or something happened to the dealer. It's a one-time thing. It's fixed, and we're good to go. Um, but on super short notice, they were good enough to help somebody from out of town, um, and they didn't have parts in stock. And you know, my boss made the joke: uh, you know, overnight parts from Japan. I was like, uh, well, hey. Indi- Indiana, <laughs> but you know, um, and uh, they. Uh, Managed to get it all bolted back together again in time for us to get home uh, only only two days late. Um, and in the in the interim, gave us a loaner that they were like, ah, it's fine. Take it all the way to Central Florida. Um, Whoa. So because we had had a trip down there with the rest of my family um, already planned and we were going to take my car and their car down there. And then I suddenly didn't have a car. And I was like, can I take this to Florida? And they're like take it anywhere but mexico and canada and i was like oh sweet um <laughs> so you get? uh that is the next bit of my story oh i have a, i have a bit of a rental car review on it oh um, man tristan but, is just piling on the content bring today, it, right? bring that is the uh but that that was what my shout out was for um it's I, i've scheduled service ahead of time with dealers for stuff and it's like if they don't have parts and it's a surprise you know, good luck. And they knew I was traveling. They rearranged other people. He's like, frankly, it's like, I just told him, you know, we had an emergency. We got to push your car by a day. Um, and got mine done and allowed me to get home, drove it 15 hours straight, uh, home last Tuesday and no, no issues after that. So definitely fixed and good to go. So that was what the thank you was last week. Um, for Chatham Parkway Subaru. Now, what I was given 
was Whoa. nothing super exciting. Oh, no, but it was a forester sport. Hey, the one okay. with the fancy lines yeah. on the outside. Orange the red trim. Orange orange highlights. Um, orange highlights. It's kind of red, but uh and I was asked, would you trade in the orange highlights for the green highlights on your car? And one hundred percent I would. Um <laughs> Right, yeah, on the uh, interior. Change, cars, from, change it from to, to, uh, turn it into gray and gray and orange instead of gray and green. But fair enough. Um, all in all, my my overall opinion of the Forester sport is that it is good, not great, but yeah. it's good. Um, the motor, <laughs> the motor, and the seats are the two bits of complaint that I have. Um, Interesting. It is. Now, and I don't know if this is simply, you know, it's a less expensive car than mine and they just put less sound insulation between the driver's seat and the, you know, and the, put less insulation in the firewall and that's part of it. Sure. But man, it is loud. <laughs> you fire that thing up and it's like, it's like throwback to three generations ago, WRX boxer rattle just, and just, very, very loud. Um, you think that's on purpose? I mean, it is the Forester sport. They want to try to add that exhaust note. To it. Exhaust note, not valve noise. Let's yes, just... exactly. <laughs> exactly. That. Um, and uh, and it is for a sport model. Relatively slow. Well, yeah, um, requires <laughs> requires a lot of throttle input to go anywhere. Um, <laughs> now, that, now, that being said, you know, that is what you get the downside of it being wildly more efficient than my car. Um, the, uh, you know, which was the surprise, you know, benefit of this whole thing. Um, driving an extra eight hours on that trip as gas prices were going through the ceiling. Um, I got an extra like six or seven miles per gallon out of it compared to my car. So um, that was the upside. Um, and the seats are just, not right for me. Um, I, I got back in my car and I was like, "Oh, good, thanks." My my, my butt <laughs> is grateful. Um, and, thanks, uh, you know. But I will say the interior layout, the ergonomics, and that kind of thing are, I would argue, better in my car in in, uh, in this rental car um, than in my car. Sure. Um, and, and it boils down to what we've talked about for a long time. Um, there's a there are a lot more convenient buttons switches toggles and a very crisp <laughs> small lcd screen sure. so you know the camera on the back of that car is the same as the one in mine um for like your backup camera but it looks way better because it's on a smaller screen so you're not pushing you know 240p camera to a giant display on the center of your car mm -hmm. you can actually see better um and all the x mode stuff which with my driveway and mainly my driveway in road america um <laughs> I, I use quite a bit um <laughs> is just a, a rotating knob in the center console it's not three layers deep on your touchscreen um that kind of thing so it's definitely the triumph of physical buttons, toggles, that kind of thing um, over the touchscreen um, yeah. in my car. And, you know, the 
it's a slightly smaller vehicle overall, which is a strange thing to say from back in the day when you used to compare the Outback to the Forester. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, it actually is smaller now. Um, but they've definitely got their target audience down. The entire cargo area is nothing but non-permeable surfaces. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, which was very, very appreciated as well, coming you know, with all the rain that we were receiving in Florida. It's a place to just chuck umbrellas and muddy stuff. So um, without really having to worry about it too much. And it it did well for, you know, three people and a bunch of stuff on a road trip would have been just fine with four people. Um, and I can see why people like it. It definitely is smaller and more nimble than the Outback. But improve the improve the engine and the seats. And I think you really got a, a true winner. But it's not bad. It looks good, too, which helps. But. It does have good curb appeal. I really do yeah. like those. Yeah, it looks yeah. great. Just seeing them on the road, which see a lot of them now. Yeah, you see a, they you are know, the, all over the place. It's, mm-hmm. it's those and Outbacks now. <laughs> it's, it's just so for many. sure. Yeah. For sure. You know what I'm waiting on now, Andrew? What's that? The FIA's report on Tristan's car trouble. In four, <laughs> four months, there'll be a statement. In four with months. A, yeah. A statement that, with a picture. Human error. That says human Human error. (laughs) (laughs) Oily. Human error. (laughs) Well, Well, all right. Good story, man. Yeah. I mean, that feels like that feels like a lot. Yeah, it was uh, it was a lot crammed into a week or so. And well, actually, I mean, if I can if I can ruin the ruin it a little bit i mean i don't think that's even the extent of your car of your your car stories lately uh no it's not because we get home and uh, then immediately hit a deer yeah so, yeah oh, exactly. jesus you didn't <laughs> tell me that cool. um no i was saving that one for this too nick <laughs> um <laughs> oh god uh with and, whose car and, uh, and allow me to make my <laughs> public apology and you guys are gonna know. You guys are gonna know the weight of this one, um, oh. because for years I have given my dearest, darlingest sister endless amounts of shit for um, <laughs> her claims that she did not hit a deer; the deer hit her. Um, and I was like, <laughs> "No, no, you hit a deer and then you swerved." Um, well, I'm here to tell you that that uh, the her story is definitely plausible. Um, <laughs> decades, decades. I was one hundred percent hit by a deer, um, and, I, and I've got the bent up sheet metal to prove it. Um, it's just the front left fender and the driver's door. Cars don't drive sideways. If you hit something, you hit something on the front of the car, unless you're sliding around. Which I was not around, doing. I was not doing that. Um, and this was done. This was done in my wife's car. Um, so to not to my credit, I hit a deer in her car. To my credit, I did turn away from her side of the car ah. to hit the deer. I I took the deer in the driver's door. Very good. Uh, so you know a little bit of give and take there um but hopefully based on the Jesus. fact that it's a couple couple pieces of sheet metal i don't think it's totaled knock on wood because man buying a new car right now would suck yeah um, so uh but yeah my mom's like well welcome home i guess <laughs> when i texted her um, thanks mom yep my home home like less than a week 
um, and Oofed bang, up. a deer. So I'm I'm taking it by the uh, lighthearted nature of this story that everybody was okay outside of the deer. Yes, the deer was very much not okay. Um, <laughs> my mom needed. was like, my mom's like, how is everybody? The car, the deer, and I was like, the car uh, is not bad, but the driver's door is effed. Um, I couldn't get out of it. I had to climb out the passenger seat. Um, it doesn't open anymore. It's jammed shut. Um, and uh, uh, everyone inside was okay. That side beam in the door did its job. Felt a good thump, but I was not injured in any way. And the deer, unfortunately, is very much venison now. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that was uh, that was a couple couple exciting weeks there, all in all. And combine that with, you know, literally the next day we're driving around, and I almost get rear-ended driving to run an errand, and it's like I'm done. <laughs> Jessica, had, Jessica had somewhere to be to visit family up north that I was not invited to, and I was like, "Cool, thank great. God." <laughs> I shouldn't because we will all die now. Um, so it's like just no when to no when to take your luck and stay home because it's terrible right now. That's right. I, I'm doing this for your safety, dear. <laughs> I'm staying home because if I go, we won't have any cars to drive anymore. <laughs> we may not make it back. Life in life in our own hands here. <laughs> yeah, no one to cut your losses and stay home. <laughs> is that is that great peril with a capital P as we discussed earlier this year? Definitely. Yes. Dire peril. Dire peril. Oh man. See, you know, I all the you talk about sometimes, you know, the, the the cool stuff that you see on your road trips. It's like, man, I wish I could go on more road trips with Tristan. And then I hear this and I'm like, eh. <laughs> That's a risky take, man. Maybe not. Yeah. High yeah, risk. I'm also, reward, right? I'm also a party yeah. to several disasters. Like Very uh, true. Like uh like Andrew was aware of. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, absolutely. Sir, awake, a mighty conflagration. <laughs> <laughs> lots of lots of stuff. Lots of stuff goes on. Yeah, it's never boring. No, which, we can which, say that. Yeah, that's the that's the good part. <laughs> for those of you who want to risk it and chip in for gas and go on a road trip with Tristan, you I'm will be entertained you one way or anywhere <laughs> if you sign a waiver. You'll see some shit you haven't seen before, but you might not come back. <laughs> yeah, some things you haven't seen before, uh, right. including Who's the that? next life, wherever that might be for you. <laughs> right. Land where you are eternally blessed, but still dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the many perils of road tripping with Tristan. Holy shit, that's crazy. Well, glad you and your wife are okay. Yeah. Oh my God, we've already been going for 30 minutes. 30 minutes. So, Andrew, <laughs> I know you got a topic you want to hit, but before we do that, uh, let's just remind everybody um, where to get a hold of us if they feel so inclined. Um, find us on Facebook by looking up Check Engine Podcast, which, by the way, I haven't, I'm not sure if this translated to listens. I haven't checked in about a week, but we got a ton of really good engagement on Facebook on the uh, Dear John Mazda episode, you guys. Um, <laughs> I wonder if John Mazda like name, is a guy. Name still, yeah, know. it's like it's someone's name. <laughs> I'm looking it up now. Well, no one on no. the no one here who liked it um, is named John Mazda. So I'm legally changing my name to John Mazda. John Mazda. Um, we got a comment on it. Um, Tom S says 
keep your overpriced junk piles. Now, I don't know if he's speaking directly <laughs> to Mazda or to us. <laughs> yeah. <If he's, laughs> Tom, if you're talking to us, we are not trying to sell you Mazdas. <laughs> In fact, the, quite the opposite. We're trying to get them to stop selling you overpriced junk piles. That's right. Yeah. We're on your side, Tom. So <laughs> That's great. What we are Tom. not trying to sell you any Mazdas. So hopefully you directed that comment at Mazda, which in that case, yeah, ditto. Um, so yeah, folks, find us on Facebook, like all those folks did, by looking up uh, Check Engine Podcast. Andrew, where can they find us on Twitter? At Check Engine Pod. Tristan, what about Instagram? <laughs> also at Check Engine Pod. That is his name. You are correct. So be sure to like, follow, share, post, <laughs> DM, reach out how and when you can. Ask us questions to answer on the air. Let us know what you like or dislike about what we're doing here. Give us topic ideas. Tell us your crazy road trip sh- stories. Can anybody match Tristan in like terms of a crazy road trip story or happening? We should try to get the craziest road trip stories we can and maybe send a prize pack to the best one. Sure. I'm into that. So can anybody beat Tristan's road trip perils? Let us know on the socials. Reach out Facebook, Twitter, and Insta, and we'll see what we get here in the next few weeks. And we'll read them as we go through here on the show. So there we go. Let's do that. All right, Andrew, you were very excited about a certain topic leading up to tonight. So I was pretty excited. So um, for those who maybe don't travel in the same Internet circles that I do, you might have heard or you might not of that uh, Hot Wheels. The toy maker just partnered with Fender Guitars to make 16 custom shop guitars based on Hot Wheels cars, which is interesting. Um, each of mm-hmm. them is a stupid amount of money they're like 14 grand starting <laughs> for each of these guitars <laughs> i'm just gonna put them i'm just gonna put them in in the little discord here because we can kind of go through them if you guys want they are interesting they are uh um kind of fascinating are they worth the money i don't know but some of the highlights for me uh would be like that so i i obviously had matchbox cars and hot wheels cars as a kid, but I never really connected with the weird ones. And I don't know. I'll try to explain what I mean. So hot wheels made cars, right? Like regular road going cars. But then they also had mm-hmm. those. I mean, I, I, I guess they're popular. It's really hard to describe. They're essentially like rat rods or, or like bone shaker, right? That's like a, that's a name that people theoretically might recognize. Right. Mm hmm. Right. It's 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 something that shows up at SEMA about every other year. <laughs> um, yes. So, yes, the, these guitars are built around those Hot Wheels, those, I guess, quote unquote, iconic models that I don't know what they look like. But there's 16 of them and they kind of vary. Some are really, really cool. Uh, I particularly like the Hot Wheels Bullwhip Strat. It's like all gray with gold lipstick pickups and and a and a um, what's a Jazzmaster tremolo on it. That's really cool. There's mm-hmm. one that has like the the Tiger Shark um, face on it. I guess that 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 would be the Night Shifter Hot Wheels car. I don't know that one. 
Um, and then of course the, the, uh, bone shaker one is like the blue with a gold pick art and then has like the hot wheels logo on it. But the, the coolest thing out of all of these is the case. Cause you, you buy this $14,000 hot wheels <laughs> telecaster. They give you a case and they give you four guitar picks. Very nice. But the oh, case, thank you. Yeah. The case is hot wheels track orange with blue edges. It's, it's the coolest guitar case in the world. <laughs> so would you, so would you pay $14,000 just to keep the case and then try to flip the guitar and sell it? I mean, hell no, but here's the thing. <laughs> so that got me thinking, right? Because, uh, when I, when I was searching for this article, it pulled up Google, it being Google pulled up some other results for hot wheels guitar, which is kind of interesting. Okay. So you can, you can get your $14,000, uh, uh, mod rod strat, whatever that one happens to be purple, or you can go to Walmart and get your hot wheels, 30 inch acoustic guitar for $21 or $21. <laughs> Or, and this one, this is where it started to get interesting for me. Or you can go on eBay and buy a 1962 folk guitar, new in box, Hot Wheels acoustic guitar. So this has been going on for a while. Hot Wheels or car manufacturers or whatever have been kind of combining with guitars. And I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting because you know what else I found? Totally random a while ago while I was poking around on reverb, which is a guitar like the, the eBay, but specifically targeted for guitars and music gear. Yeah. Hyundai makes guitars. What? Hyundai makes guitars. They make acoustic guitars and they also make, um, uh, like electric guitars. There's one that has like EMG pickups, like a metal guitar with a Floyd Rose and, and this really cool design on it. It's a Hyundai. And wouldn't you know it? As I went into Guitar Center the other day to get some acoustic guitar strings, I saw two things that blew my mind. One, it made me very angry. It was a Fender. <laughs> it was a Fender. Well, listen, Nick will, Nick will probably understand. It made me very angry. It was a Fender Telecaster. Okay. Ford, the Fender Telecaster Ford Mustang edition. Now, there's two things wrong with that. One, was Fender, it bullet green? No, 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 no. It was red, but okay. it should have been green. Uh, but the biggest problem with it is Fender makes a goddamn Mustang. They make a guitar. That's the Mustang. Yes. Which I, it doesn't make any sense. And then the second thing, actually, I did have a problem with it being red because it just doesn't seem like it. I mean, yeah, I like the green. I like blue. It should have been like Ford logo blue, right? Oh yeah, definitely Ford had, blue. It had like Mustang printed up beside and it was, uh, I have pictures of all this stuff, so I'll make sure to send it to Nick so you guys can can check it out on Facebook and stuff. Yeah, so that was the, sure. That was the first thing I saw at Guitar Center, a Ford Mustang Tele. So, enraging. <laughs> the next thing I saw, and I can scarcely believe this, was a Nissan guitar. What? But this one was a Nissan collab with Jackson. So it was also another metal guitar that had EMG pickups and Floyd Rose and all that shit. And I was like, okay, enough. <laughs> How long has this been going on? 
limited. So <laughs> I just found, know about it. <laughs> so I just found on Reverb, you, uh, 1998 Jackson Limited Edition Dinky Nismo electric guitar. Yep, yep. It's it looks kind of sick, right? It 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 quite yes. <laughs> well, the wrenches look kind of hokey. Yeah, well. Of the design, I mean, but other than that, yeah, the, the, it, not everything is a ten out of ten. Uh, <laughs> some things can be somewhat less than that. So, I th- I said to myself, I've had all I need. I've had all I need of this. I need to know for how long this has been going on. Who does this? For what purpose? What manufacturers? And so I did some research, and here's what I found. There's quite a lot of crossover between guitars and cars, but nothing is anything that you could ever possibly guess. And I'm going to start with a really obvious one. My, my memory was jogged by seeing the fender hot wheels, Mustang, all those. Cause remember uh, the last time we went to the Chicago auto show fender was in one of the booths. It yep. was the Nissan booth. And uh, just so happened, it, 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 I was looking at that kind of side at the time because they were, they had just brought Fender does like the Disney vault thing with colors from their old guitar. So they brought back Capri orange, right? So everything had was orange. It's a bad color, but um, they had all of those in the Nissan booth because they Fender does custom audio for Nissan. Right. That's and right. They, I forgot all well, about they, that. They also, so it's in the, uh, um, I have it here, the Nissan Frontier. Mm-hmm. And weirdly, they also do it for uh, the Titan as well, but they also do it for the Volkswagen Atlas. Fender Audio and the Volks, Volkswagen Atlas. That's, that's what I was going to say. I know they've done custom audio for Volkswagen for a while because there was that ad where they had like, they actually had like, the aux in able to pick up, you know, audio from a guitar at that level and amplify it. And they had the, they had, uh, someone, Nick, who was it? Was it, uh, um, Oh crap. I don't remember. I don't remember this. Yeah. Some famous guitar player just walk up and like plug his guitar in, in the commercial and just start playing It's slash. I think it was slash. Wait, was really? This, wait for for which car was it? Uh, I don't remember which car. It was just a Volkswagen ad. Um, it might be. There's a John well, Mayer one and a and a Slash one. Yeah, the Slash yeah, John Mayer would make John Mayer would make sense because at the time he he played Fender. Uh, if it yeah, if it's Fender Audio, I don't know if they'd have Slash because he plays Gibson. He plays Gibson, but, yeah. But well, he was in one of the commercials. Apparently, he was. It was definitely was that commercial. It definitely existed. Well, but here's something that's even weirder about that. I, I did know uh, that they did the audio. I didn't know about the commercials and I didn't suspect anything about commercials because Volkswagen also has their logo on guitars. In 07, if you bought, and this one's really bizarre, if you bought a Jetta GTI Rabbit New Beetle or New Beetle Convertible, you got a free guitar. What? <laughs> but it wasn't a fender it's a f- it's a first act garage master i just found it yeah 
solid body electric guitar first act so like the walmart brand <laughs> yeah <laughs> frankly yeah but it actually doesn't look that bad it doesn't look terrible it's this one here is a guitar center website so it is guitar center plano so down in texas used condition for 250 bucks that's a little that's a little much first that's a little much for, for, that. <laughs> for a guitar that they're giving out free <laughs> well yeah right yeah exactly. well i mean with with a car so it was actually like a 15 20 thousand dollar guitar if you really want right, to think but, about it but so that's that case, what a swing in deal yeah that's vw for <laughs> so the vw's then been linked to first act whatever and fender but if you go back to nissan who's worked with jackson as we now know uh they've also worked with gibson and this one shocked the hell out of me uh, because this one's really weird. In uh, 2013, so fairly recently, with a car that I think is still the NV200, I don't know if it's still in production or if they just facelifted or whatever, that van, they created, okay. uh, uh, this was a vehicle you could actually buy. Uh, Nissan and Gibson made a custom luthier Gibson van. Yes, I'm looking at it right now. A guitar repair van, a guitar, a guitar repair van. Exactly. You could buy it like this has an MSRP. It was under 20,000. It's got like a bench and like a built in guitar rack and it's fully wrapped in the Gibson thing. Uh, and I guess apparently the, the reason they did this is they're both, uh, Tennessee based companies eh, not so much Nissan. They're, they're not so much based in Tennessee. <laughs> I mean, Nissan USA is based there, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I guess, um, don't the oh, yeah. Titans play in Nissan stadium in Nashville? Uh, they might, but you, you know what I mean? Like it's in the Nissan. Yeah, I, I know it's a stretch. The name, the name's check out. Oh, the yeah. handle to pull that, uh, table and rack out is actually a neck of a guitar. Yeah. Uh, this thing is cool as hell. Uh, it also I love has this. It also has, um, I would too, actually, I want this. Uh, I want this it, really bad. It has Gibson audio in the, in the van, of course, uh, or their, their consumer grade electronics on, on Kyo, on Kyo. Yeah, on Kyo. Yeah, that is, I, I don't know that one. Um, so that that's not it. Toyota makes guitars, or at least used to in the seventies, both acoustic and electric. Um, wow. Suzuki makes guitars or did again, seventies, eighties. And of course, one of the biggest players who you don't, they have made cars, but they really, really make, uh, a tons of car parts is of course, Yamaha who mm -hmm. make incredible, incredible guitars. Like some of the best guitars in the world are made by Yamaha. Yes. And also motorcycles and boats and they, they make everything. Everything's a Yamaha. <laughs> yes <laughs> um the, like the milk in your fridge it's yamaha it is so and and this this is where it gets a little tricky because obviously my first thought when i first started going down this rabbit hole was hey i'll bet bmw has guitars i'll bet porsche has i mean porsche has every fucking thing under the sun but not guitars okay 
Well, they but got everything else. They don't need it. It's hard to get a. It's hard to get a little silly. There is, in fact, a company called Ferrari Guitars, but they are not Ferrari guitars. They are guitars that are made by a man whose name is Ferrari. <laughs> Entirely unaffiliated. There is also a McLaren guitars, or should I say, a McLaren guitars? Ah, uh, careful, McLaren. <laughs> M C C L A R E N. Uh, however, also Kiesel Guitars, American Guitar Company, uh, they use it. They have a company called, Mc, or they have a color called McLaren Yellow. That's a really yep. good color. Um, man, uh, th- this is this just this it just keeps going and going. Nick, you'll be of particular interest for this one. Uh, Gibson makes a Corvette Les Paul. Ooh, that is awesome. <laughs> it's got like uh um you know, like the original gen stingray swoop in the paint and it's got Corvette inlaid on the fingerboard. Oh, wow. Very, very expensive. Very rare, but so cool. This is badass, right? Julian's auction lot 469 slash played Gibson oh, wow. Les Paul Corvette guitar. How much is that? How much are they asking for that? Slash played. Cl- not as much as well, maybe not as much as you'd think. Um, lot closed, sold price fourteen thousand and eighty dollars. Well, there you go. There's your choice: a new a new Fender or slash played Corvette Gibson. There you go. Yeah, I would probably take the slash played Corvette Gibson. Well, now, I mean, would you would you get the? I I feel like there's only two potential color choices for this, Andrew. And folks, we will put photos up of all this. All of I, this. Because we realize what medium we are on. Yes, it's not lost on us. Um, but would you get either the seafoam green or that hot rod blue? A seafoam, 100%. You'd go seafoam? Yeah, absolutely. I would probably go then the blue just to be different from you. Because I could really <laughs> go either way. I'll let you I, make I love the seafoam. Yeah. But they do make it in black, like black with a red inlay. Basically the same color schemes that were offered on those C1 uh, Corvettes. Oh, sure, sure. Of course. So there's the red with the white, the black with the white, the black with the red, and then that seafoam or the the blue with white. And oh, those the the seafoam and the blue look amazing. <laughs> he wants this one. Yes, put I do on the, put on the bucket list. <laughs> I wouldn't even play it. Just, just hang it in my garage or music room. There you <laughs> either go. or there it can work go. either way. <laughs> so, I mean, but we're basically at this point into custom shop territory and being, you know, not Fender custom shop, which is coming from a company, but like a dude who makes these guitars. There's a, a guy who makes Lamborghini customs that are a lot like that Les Paul. But I think he stole the PRS headstock. Um, the company's called Roman Guitars. Makes a Lamborghini with like a Lamborghini inlay on the fretboard, of course. Very cool. Okay. Um, there's a company called Wallace Guitars in Detroit, which I didn't know of. They did a run of Chevy guitars, which are really awesome because they used maple from the Chevy truck factory when they did renovations to do Ooh. a run of custom Chevy guitars. They're like Tele style and they have a, a bow tie shaped P90 in the neck. Ooh, those are cool. Um, I mean, wow. 
what else was there? We got let me not a Land Rover, uh, not a BMW, not an Audi. I stopped looking for supercar manufacturers, even though that seems like it would be the likely crossover, right? I guess that's just not a thing. I don't know. That one kind of weirded me out. Um, there are no Honda guitars, but that one's really hard to search for because a company called Honda. (laughs) 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 Made, made a bunch of guitars. (laughs) That one's hard to search for. Um, I I tried to think of as many brands as I could. Uh, Car audio, uh, guitars who are pretending to be cars. Cars are pretending to be guitars. Anything in between. Yeah, <laughs> cars that are pretending to be guitars. Were well, you going to find a car with strings? <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't that be something? <laughs> but I mean, uh, if you tell me you did, I'd be freaked out. Yeah, no there there are certain things that are hard to search for. Anything involving Mustang is almost impossible to search for. Yeah, for obvious reasons, in both directions, right? Because Fender makes a Mustang, Ford makes a Mustang, and you're just never going to find anything. Yeah, you never get the one you're looking for. You always get something related that fits those search terms but is not what you're looking for yeah exactly uh and i and i think <laughs> and i think that's it which i mean it's a lot and so this, yeah that's that's a that's a deep rabbit hole how how long did you spend searching this uh i did it slowly in in little bits and pieces over a couple days every time i'd think of something new but really it was just I mean, coincidence, I guess it was just one after another, like certain things. You know what? I think I even saw like a one off PRS Corvette custom guitar as well. Yeah, they have the uh, so one of them. I was just looking that up. There's a there's a black one. Um, There's a yellow one and then they have a white one, which has got like the two maroon like Z06 stripes that you see over the fender. Sure. Um, I'll, I'll throw pictures of those up as well. I'll put them in the chat. So the, um, the yellow one. So these are based on like the, their custom 22 or 24. So it's like the double cut body. Um, the black one actually has a whammy bar on it and it has 427 on the fretboard. And then the yellow one is a fixed bridge and it has Z06 on the fretboard. And That's they both cool. have the Corvette checkered and red flags down at the very bottom, I guess you would call it, or like the the wide end of the body by the by the volume knobs. Yeah. Um, by the bridge, look, yeah. Yeah, look very, very classy here. I will throw it in the Discord chat so you guys can see it if the picture I did I did also miss one. There was uh, apparently a very limited run of BMW M series guitars by a company called Matin Matan. So we 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 did a uh, episode on cross branding. We never mentioned guitars. I think it's because it's so all over the place. Like uh, who would expect for Nissan to have worked with several different manufacturers. There's no consistency. Yeah, that's true. So I just put the one of the PRS's, one of the PRS photos in the uh, in the chat, and the second one, the one with the Z06 stripes, is coming. Yeah, that now. is that Z06 is oh, 
That's just so cool. <laughs> well, here's the one with the with the stripes, the white with the maroon. That is a cool logo. It is. Definitely. I'm sorry. Um, I, I feel bad. We're, this is kind of like we both like guitars and Tristan's probably poured out of his mind. <laughs> Are you there, Tristan? Oh, uh, he's there. <laughs> I'm working on something. Oh, no. He's working on something completely <laughs> different. Started doing oh, work. No, not different. Related. Hold on a second. <laughs> tr- tr- Tristan's finishing stuff up for work tomorrow. Yeah, right. right. No, so, the, so the, key, the, keyboard, the, keyboard, the keyboard on my computer is being stupid, but so I, I fell back to the oh. phone to try, to try to send that to you. Wait a second. We got we got a PRS IMSA? They sponsored for a while. They did? Yeah. Um, oh, oh, the Lime Rock Park race, I believe, right? They would do uh, guitars as trophies? Yeah, I was looking at exactly where. Like, there was a big news article... Like for six consecutive years, PRS has been, you know, celebrating winners. Um, they, yeah, they awarded it to class winners of the North American Endurance Cup when it was Patron. Oh, that's so, so that's the trophy guitar, or maybe that's not the trophy guitar. I think the trophy guitar is black. At least it was for 20, maybe for 2015, maybe it's different for 2016. It's probably different each year, yeah. But like, that's one of the trophy guitars, apparently. What the hell? So, yeah. Black. Are you looking at the black one with the red racing stripe on it? Yes. The single cut. That's yes. the one that I, uh, I don't have that one, but I have, that's my that bottle style that I have. It's <laughs> the single like cut. This that's, is awesome. Yeah. These are the best ones they've done. Who won? Who won? Call them up. <laughs> well, there's a How picture much? right here. <laughs> uh i'm trying to recognize the uh the the drivers in this picture <laughs> um it was the um oh shit tristan what was the name of that team the- they they stayed with us in the in the hotel in um it was that french team the black and pink car that stayed oh, with um- us in um in yeah, Coda, VIR. in, in Austin. Coda, yeah, Coda, yeah. Um, Black and pink team. Oh, I don't remember. Um, Why can't but, I remember uh, the name of that team? Well, oh, we'll think crap. About that. Anyway, call them up though. To, I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> if you can find out who it is, I will legitimately add them on Twitter. <laughs> How much for the PRS? <laughs> um, <laughs> I know one of the drivers, so I can go back and I recognize the driver. So let me go back to uh, driver D database and uh, that should give. Why are you doing that? Did, what brands should I what brands did I miss? I, there, I, there were no British ones, which struck me as kind of odd, right? Oh, yeah, Jaguar is the other one that's impossible to look up, obviously, because Fender makes a Jaguar. Like, oh, of course I do. Completely impossible. <laughs> You know what would be a good one? And I think it'll probably also be very difficult to look up. Oak uh, Racing. O-A-K. O-A-K. Oak Racing. Yes, that's right. I remember. Uh, I was going to say Land Rover would be a good one for a guitar, but. Hmm. No, they don't make one. Um. Yeah, I, that was those are all the brands I could think of. I looked up all the car <laughs> manufacturers I could think of. Um, 
it's weird. So is it, is it just that we, there hasn't been one in a while? So we forgot, or was there just not that much press when it happened? Like you'd think, okay, a company like a Gibson or a Fender gets together with a car company, like a Volkswagen. And that's a lot of, big names like you feel like you'd hear more about that going on so right. like we're gonna do this thing where like pair with a custom get you know pair with a guitar manufacturer we're gonna do like a custom oh buy a car get a guitar or put logos on our logo on their guitars that they make in special edition and then we're just, we're not gonna tell anybody <laughs> well i wonder if it's if it's partially a question of So, so there's a problem with guitars and it's the fact that everybody <laughs> believes everything they've ever bought is the most collectible item in the universe. Now, this is especially prevalent with people who buy Gibsons, but while they are a playable object, right, there's literally an entire class of guitars that people buy to not ever play. And yes. it could be, uh, uh, it could be anybody, right? There's there's videos of of uh, Jim Root, who would have no reason to want to collect a car. There's literally a video of him about to do an unboxing, and then he's like, "Nah, I'm just gonna save this because I think it'd be cooler if it was unboxed." It was a custom Gibson built for him, one of one, and he's just gonna leave it in the box. Like this, it's it's so <laughs> prevalent, like. A, that's kind of the flex from Jim Rue because it's his guitar and I'm going to open it. That's really cool. But yeah, he has the ability to do that because he's not going to open that one. And as soon as that video aired, or as soon as they stopped shooting it, the Gibson rep called the company like, we need to send him another one. Right, exactly. exactly <laughs> so he exactly. can actually play one. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> when you're the lead guitar player of the biggest metal band in the world, outside of Metallica, right. you can do that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. A little bit different there. But it, there's, you know, they have names for it now, right? There's collector grade and then there's player grade, the much maligned player grade. Oh, how dare you? Uh, and, and there's a little bit of that in cars, but I think that it, in my thought, is there, is, that, is there that in cars or is that just classic cars now? I feel like there is that in cars, but I, I think that reps from both of these companies think that that's the market they should target when they do this. They think, Oh, we should make $14,000 telecasters, not $400 Hot Wheels Squires. You know what I mean? Yeah, which, you know, if they if they want to make a guitar that people are going to play, they can just make a $400 Squire. It doesn't need to have the Hot Wheels thing on it. So, you know, it's a limited run. It's going to sell, be expensive. You know, it's going to sell for a high price and maybe not be played but they have so many other playable ones. So I think that's okay to them. Like that's, you know, that's not the point for them. Like the point right. is more for the, for the clicks and the headlines than it is for the, Hey, let's get a guitar in another kid's hand because we have those other hundreds upon thousands of cheap models that can do that. Right. Right. And, and I'm not saying, <clears throat> 
for for the kids, whatever. But you would think, or at least in my mind, it would make more sense for there to be this upper tier that there apparently just has always been for the past. I mean, what since the eighties? There there have been these little collabs or car companies making guitars or you know uh, guitar audio. Let's let's say it's really just a thing since the 2000s, right? It's where it's been pure crossover, brand to brand, mm-hmm. Jackson, PRS, whoever, all these companies really gotten into the guitar crossovers just since 2000, we'll say. But it seems to me like it would make sense for a company like, say, Fender to have a permanent ongoing collab with someone like a Ford or even a Nissan where they're releasing a common a regular version, whether that is something in the Squire line or like in the in the in the Player Plus line, while and it could just be one doing, a year too, like right, one special said. edition, like one design on the, on the body, and like you know, I think that would be kind of cool because then there you kind of build up this anticipation, like, hey, is it going to be a Stratocaster shape this year? Is it going to be a Jaguar? Is it going to exactly. be a Tele? Like, what's what are they going to do this time? You know, and that'd be good. And at the same time, you get that Fender logo in. Imagine that in F-150s, right? American company, American trucks, American sound. I mean, that seems like something that would match up completely. I don't know. It sounds like a really good idea. I wonder what we're missing. I know. (laughs) Well, I'm saying I don't want to necessarily like... Hey, Tristan's still here. I I think you guys have got this. You're fine. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) sorry, man. I didn't didn't mean to. But are there things like this with things that aren't guitars? Like, do do we see that in other brands? Like we had, like, back you know when I was in you know middle school and everything. You had like the weird like LL Bean editions of experience. Or of uh, of Subarus and the Land's Eddie Ends. Bauer edition, or, yeah, it was Eddie, Bauer. Eddie Bauer editions of like Explorers and stuff. Um, yeah, we did an but, episode on that. Yeah, but how often do we see those, you know, turn into a long term thing? That's that's a good question. But maybe I, apart from those, I think that's all I can think of. But is it a question of opportunity or like? Or keeping it kind of specifically limited. I think like the the one like the one style of guitar a year is good for the guitar brand side. Right. But if the automaker just makes them all the time, like, is that going to be something that people are going to be continually drawn to? Or is it going to be cool for a while and then they just don't care? Well, I don't maybe know. There's, because... Maybe there's like a they, you know, if it's just say Ford and Fender, just to hypothetically play off of that. So maybe Fender makes one Ford edition guitar every year. And then maybe Ford makes a special Fender edition Mustang that. Is it one of one? Like, do half the, you know, sell it at Barrett Jackson and like half the proceeds go to a charity or something like that? Like, and if someone wants to collect it, leave it under a sheet or in a cryogenically sealed chamber, or if they want to go out and drive it, like it's up to them because they just bought themselves a unique one of one car. I think that makes a lot of sense. You know, a limited run of guitars and either you one of one or limited run of cars and mix up what it is, kind of like you were talking about, like, oh, is it going to be a Strat? Is it going to be a Tele? What's it going to be this year? You do it with the cars. It's like, okay, we know Ford's going to do a Fender collab, but is it going to be 
you know, the F-150? Is it going to be the Mustang? Is it, you know, what's it, what's it going to be? Is it going to be the escape this year? A Fender right. Raptor. They get so <laughs> stoked <laughs> for Moab. So stoked. But, but also isn't there, isn't there an opportunity? And I guess this would probably be not something Fender would do with like that name, but isn't there an opportunity for a guitar company to move into the car market in a way that becomes a marketing thing for the car company, right? Like Bang & Olufsen or these, uh, all of these cars have premium audio systems and they use the name of the company. It's just that most of the time it's meaningless. Like Hyundai's, oh, Dimension Audio, uh, great. (laughs) Fantastic. What does that mean? Nothing. Or uh, Bose. I mean, Bose has been doing audio for cars for however long at this point. Eons. I mean, I don't think, like I said, I don't think Fender would do that with Fender. They might do it with Squire. They might do Squire audio in forever. (laughs) Yeah, they might just do that. And I feel like that's probably one of the things that has made this going, you know, guitar companies into cars so difficult. You can do audio for any company. You can really only do like upholstery, which would be the (laughs) the audio which would be any number of those companies that they already contract with third parties to do. And uh, that's kind of it. Like what else could you really do? Yeah, that is. Yeah. If you're talking about something other than just the name. Yeah. Yeah, I can't really think of anything else. (laughs) I mean, other than like uh, the gorilla glass edition. <laughs> Significantly harder auto glass. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, Qualcomm the Snapdragon edition <laughs> for the fastest head unit ever. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but there's been you know in car audio, and I don't know. I, I just think this was interesting. I I couldn't believe my mind was literally blown walking into Guitar Center to get strings and seeing two car guitars that I have never seen before. And then that, then I just had to know more. Was that the um, guitar center on in Brookfield? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> Insane, right? Here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, right? you it wouldn't, know. It wouldn't surprise me if it was like New York or Dallas or LA or something like that. But no, here. no, right here. Because I always right. go over to the used guitar section just to take a peek because there's always interesting stuff. Yep. And once again, there was really interesting stuff. <laughs> I'd say. <laughs> you, know, you know what I liked about this topic, though, and we should probably wrap it up because we're yeah, about yeah, an right. hour in. Um, this was it started off cars and guitars, and then it went straight to guitars. We just did a guitar podcast for a good ten or fifteen minutes. Tristan yeah. took a nap, <laughs> had a and snack. Then, no, and he then, did. He pulled a classic Tristan and pulled out a memory that only he would have. Yes. <laughs> For the PRS IMSA guitar, For the PRS yeah. IMSA guitar, which I was is like, so cool. I know it existed because Nick was yes. very excited because it was what he plays. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was a, like, I know, I remember something. <laughs> it was a deep thought, TM. Um, but then we did circle back around and brought cars back into the discussion, so I can live with that. <laughs> so, so if you were tuning in for a car podcast and got lost in a guitar podcast, uh, don't change the dial. You're not crazy. We just went on a tangent there. <laughs> But yeah, uh, I just wonder what the next thing is going to be. There's got to be more of this, right? There's got to be more secret 
inroads, collaborations, car culture crossing over into something else. There's, there's just got to be more of it. Okay, so let's just put that out um, to our listeners. What other crazy car collabs with other companies would you want to see? Or what, wh- whether it's guitars or otherwise, like what other weird ones can you all go out into the depths of the internet and find and bring to our attention? It'd be cool to see what other ones are out there that maybe we haven't heard of. Because there are definitely, definitely more than than we have heard of or even talked about in our other episode about this too, for sure. Oh, for sure. 150%. It's gotta be, right? But in order to do that, you're going to need to stop listening to us right now. Maybe you can multitask. But wait, wait, what? (laughs) Keep listening. (laughs) Well, no, what what I'm trying, I'm trying to transition to the outro, damn it. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. (laughs) You got worried really fast. (laughs) No, stop listening to this episode. So you can go do your homework okay, <laughs> and look right. for crazy car collabs. So to do that, we need to let you get out of here. So thank you for sticking with us today. We appreciate you listening. We don't want to want you just to listen. We want to interact with you. We've gave you a bunch of homework, uh, crazy road trips, crazy car collabs. Um, go find us some cool stuff that we can talk about, please. We already mentioned how to find us uh, on whatever platform you're listening to us on. If you didn't tune out for the guitar portion, um, hopefully you're still here. Leave us a review, preferably a good one on that platform and or hit that subscribe button. Doesn't cost you anything and uh, it'll just notify you of any new content we put out. If you're really into what we're doing and would like to support us monetarily, thank you. You have two options to do that. You can go to patreon.com slash check engine podcast or hit the support button on the top of our homepage at Anchor. That is anchor.fm slash check engine podcast. Every cent pledged is put toward making this podcast a better experience for you, the listener, less the amount that I will take to reimburse me for my busted brackets. None (laughs) of it goes back into our personal pockets. Again, except for the bracket part. So thank you in advance for that. Who or what are we shouting out or thanking guys before we uh turn the microphones off wait i got i got i meant i got a quick mention one more i found one more oh Schechter, <laughs> he, Schechter, really, he really wants to let this okay. ride no, hold on almost Schechter, had him this is this is important Schechter <laughs> made a custom guitar lotus themed for the 2012 alms series oh that's right i do remember that one that one was ah. on display in the garage at road mm-hmm. america there you go. Okay, that's it. Uh, I would like to thank uh, poor Tristan for being put upon by this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I feel help, bad. Help, I'm being repressed. Exactly. I feel bad, man. <laughs> we, we, we look forward to having you back next week, Tristan. That's, that's right. I'll, I'll be here just like always. <laughs> should we just, um, Andrew, should we just mute? for like 45 minutes next week and just let Tristan do a solo for a while. Oh man. I mean, that was kind of what my whole half hour of road trip story was more or less. I don't feel, I don't feel left out. Okay, good. As long as, as long as you're good. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. As long as you're good, Tristan, who or what are you thanking or shouting out? Um, I'm going to shout out, um, related to the rest of that story. The, uh, uh, Waukesha County Sheriff's department for their, uh, 
prompt response and for the fact that I couldn't get out of the car and remove the deer from the roadway, uh, <laughs> making it safer for everyone as people were <laughs> veering, veering around it in the dark. Um, I'm sitting there kind of helpless. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yes, the uh, his name uh, was kind of hard to pronounce, so I don't want to mess it up. Um, but uh, the, the deputy from the Waukesha County Sheriff's Department came out very quickly and was very, very helpful. And uh, unlike that state trooper on my way to Stevens Point, did not ask, um, <laughs> you know, was I stupid? Because this was the, you know, 15th deer he had seen that night. So, um, <laughs> you know, it's just like, hey, you guys, okay, cool. Here's your here's your accident report. I'll go get that deer out of the road. Have a nice night. And, Are you, know, you stupid? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice guy and at yeah. the very end there's the episode title <laughs> are you stupid, are you stupid? <laughs> love it uh i would like to shout out uh my lovely fiance claire because she got a raise this week hey hey, hey, hey. making that money doing great at her job and they are taking notice so congrats babe you Hell deserve yeah. it love you and we love all our listeners too. So thank you. Uh, I'd give for, you guys a raise if I could. If all we could, listen, all the listeners, everybody. But, listeners. but in order to do that, you would need to put more into the Patreon or you'd have to pay us account. so we could give you a raise. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh boy. So thank you, listeners, for your continued support. We love hearing from you. We love recording this for you, and we can't wait to speak to you again. Until we do, take care. Bye.